Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Afternoon, good morning, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is season ten. It is episode twenty-three, part one. Uh, this is the part one, which is a out of town special. Of uh, we're going to talk about the game and a little bit of news, and then tomorrow we're going to do part two, which is going to be question time, where the in towners who've got various basically in town excuses. Uh, may join us or may not. Uh, but back, it's 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 Daddy Daddy Bucci, uh, George. <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. Hello, Congratulations, Sean. thank once you very again much on Hammer Jessica. Um, although probably the, her first game was a little bit of a disappointment to her, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, baby Jessica was born on the 9th of December, um, and yeah, twenty first December we had a. Uh, in-house uh, rivalry because her mum, my wife, is a Chelsea season ticket holder. So the Chelsea game was uh, was an interesting one. Uh, Sean and John actually helped me get hold of a West Ham uh, baby attire, uh, which I surprised my wife in when she um, came. You, you wore it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it wouldn't have fit me either. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it kind of backfired because they pulled our pants down and, and score in terms of the scoreline. Um, I didn't think the performance warranted the three 0 loss, but uh, yeah, it was it was a bit Did of a disappointment. Maybe Jessica watched the game today. Uh, she well, no, she didn't watch it. No, she was asleep she sleep for most for it? of it. Most <laughs> most like the Chelsea game yeah. uh, earlier in the week. So yeah. Cool, cool. Well, welcome back. And we have Grandpa Bucci. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you got used to that, uh, Grandpa? Are you a Papa or a Grandpapa? I what, just, what I, I just expect to be a Granddad, Sean. I think I'll just take that. Just Granddad. But no, I haven't got used to it really, because given the circumstance, I've only really had the the one proper visit. So yeah, I haven't really got used to it. But when this all clears up and life gets back to normal, hopefully, yeah. 
I will be quite happy to be a granddad, I would imagine. Good. Granddad John. There you go. The old crew is back again, uh, as we say. No Len, no Nigel. So we've literally, I mean, minutes ago, the game's finished against uh, Brighton and the Hove. Uh, I'm hoping, since this was your idea to record on to a Sunday, you watched the game, John. I did watch it, yes. yes. Well, let's start with you and maybe start with the uh, maybe strange... uh, um, selection that uh, Moyes called out and, and formation. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, what he did was go back to the five. I know Nigel will contest that because he always did. Um, but it, it seemed strange. Noble starting. Noble starting against Chelsea was strange. I know you've probably covered this. Hmm. But to have left him on as well, and but also to start him again today. And, and, and obviously, he's, he's, there's a lot of games in a short period of time, I think we've got something like three games in seven days or something. We so he's obviously trying to keep rotation and do what he's got to do to keep the players fresh. But today seemed particularly particularly negative given the opposition. Well, the stat I'm going to give you is Noble has been on the losing side, so he started against um, the first game of the season against um, Newcastle and we lost. He started the EFL Cup against Everton, we lost 4-1. Uh, he started against Chelsea last week, we lost 3-0. You could argue <laughs> he started <laughs> uh, against Brighton, obviously, and we're losing 2-1 when he got taken off at half-time. So he seems to uh, be giving us a little bit of, of bad luck, a bad omen at the moment. Well, I mean, for all that Fournells does, because Fournells isn't the finished article, and yeah. he, he does give the ball away and he does what he does, but... It's more, he's got more energy and more pace about him. So Noble undoubtedly slows up that midfield, given he's put in next to Socek and uh, Rice, you know. So it, it was just seemed like a negative lineup, and it turned out to be very much a negative lineup. And the first half was on par with the Newcastle game. It was awful, wasn't it? It was. It was, it was a snooze fest. It was. It really was. It was. Pretty bad. If sound of music had started early. I might have switched over. <laughs> it's on, it's so, on in the back room at the minute, quite loudly. Yeah, so apologies yeah. if you can hear it. Well, exactly it. That was why. The what, hills are alive. That was it. Do you want, do you want to do the podcast or watch the sound of music? <laughs> so, yeah. So it was. It was really poor. It was. I've sort of said it. It was it, the thing with no fans being there as well. I watch it without the crowd noise because I can't stand the fake noise. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, you watch the game and it, it looks like a training game at times, the way they're just trotting about and there's no intensity there. And it was it was a really, really poor first half. Uh, he needed to make the changes at half-time. I know me and you agreed on that over the WhatsApp. Yeah, we got it right, didn't we? We called it on our WhatsApp group um, and I said... Um, I called before he said it. I said, you know, Lanzini and Yamalenko needs to come on. And our American friend uh, said, who for? And and, and John said, uh, Noble and, and Bowen. And so between us, we, we, we called it exactly. I mean, and I will say, um, we had no contact with Moyes during the halftime. Did he? he didn't call us. <laughs> no, he didn't ask our opinion. Didn't. We just called it right. But, you know, I mean, that's, I mean Bowen... Give it. Maybe it's the way he was asked to play, but he was well off the pace. And today, it just seemed like the players that were normally 
pretty much there consistently all season so far. Your Rices and your Sochecks. Yeah, Rice had a poor and even I mean, he, was, he was poor today. He was. It's the first time I've watched a game you know, as, as long as I can remember, really, and said, yeah, yeah. he, he wasn't he very celebrated. good. He was in his new house in Banstead because he, he posted pictures. He uh, did, gave... and it was very cheeky, wasn't it? He had people over and all sorts. I was surprised. Yeah. That he, put, he was so he, He's done that a few times, day. you know. Well, he's he's done. He posted a picture with AJ and everything, and and um, that technically was break just because it's two elite sports and they're being tested. You can't do that. Um, and and again, as you say, he posted pictures from his yeah, new. I home. mean, if, I'm sure a lot of people broke rules in tears. Yeah, but you don't today. post, you don't post it, it on Instagram, Instagram, do you? Exactly. You know, you keep it to yourself. So yeah, uh, yeah. Me. Moyes gave them all uh, Christmas Day off, um, uh, uh, but they were training yesterday. Uh, obviously, Mikel Antonio uh, wasn't deemed fit. I don't think any of us would have wanted him to risk him if he was fifty-fifty anyway. No, but I would, I, I would have liked to have seen. I mean, I given a choice, I would. If, if Lanzini was fit, I think Lanzini's playing himself into form a bit, and yeah, you know, I would have, I would have had him start instead of Fanals and no, no, no. Yeah, but I don't think he, he. He's just come back from a hamstring tweak from last week, John. So I don't think. He wanted to play Lanzini for the whole 90 minutes. Granted, he could have played um, Lanzini for the first 45 minutes. But, you know, as you said, I mean, uh, I'm just going to pick you up from the first half. Obviously, um, we're all saying what a snooze fest it was. And as soon as the goal went in, I'd like you to talk about this goal. Um, you went, it was coming. And I think I think we could all agree with that, wasn't it? I mean, well, yeah, they, I mean, percentage-wise, it was coming. Every, everything about the game, it was going to happen because... We just were so off the pace, and it was a you know. A, Who'd you blame for that goal? Well, you know, it come down to Rice not yeah. getting you know not getting rid of it and, right. and playing it back into play, and it was. And then, and then I think it hit with Bonner and someone else. I can't remember who the other person was. But it just just exactly how the first half had gone, and then he made the changes. Second half, we looked we looked better. I mean, it was it was a. a Good, good to see that um, the young lad get a goal. Yeah, um, Ben Johnson. Johnson yeah. West Ham fan, obviously, yeah. since he was like seven or something, or been at the club since he was seven or nine, I can't remember. And it was knowing but... Lanzini and, and Yarmolenko were yeah. involved. And... Good good uh, assist by uh, uh, Lanzini. Yeah, Lanzini. But again, it was, it's, it's just we, we, we weren't, I say, the, the players that, were normally solid, were not solid today, and then yeah, they I get agree. back in. And they, then... they just didn't seem, maybe they were a bit, I don't know, had a few extra pounds from Christmas or well, said, had a few drinks over well, Christmas it, Day. It, no. it was said, wasn't it, that you know, we haven't had, we've had a, not had a game for six or seven days, so. I'm a bit rusty. You yeah. know, they just, it was just, it wasn't a very good game. So Brighton before... are a pain in the ass. We never seem to beat them. Yeah, well, we thought maybe, yeah, bogey side were gone because obviously uh, Glenn Murray was the one who scored against us all the time. He's in the last 12 games, he scored eight times. So, I mean, he's 37 now. He's been loaned out to um, uh, Watford. So he wasn't going to play against us today. I don't think he'll play against us again being 37 now. Uh, Well, unless we dropped out of the championship, that is. Yeah. so, you know, we thought that maybe they weren't going to be a bogey side because the man who scores against us the most, but Morphe obviously did score against us and he's he's their top goal scorer. He hasn't scored in like nine games or something, hasn't he? Yeah, well, they were 
they are not very good, are they? They're not very well, good, know, no. just the We gave of time, them too much yeah, respect. We gave them too much time, too much space. Uh, like, I mean, it's, it's the first time I've ever watched a game on Sky and agreed with Gary Neville, I think. The lot oh, of Jesus. stuff he was saying, West Ham were awful. They've given, uh, they set up as if they were playing City and, you know, a lot of the stuff they were saying was spot on. Well, first half, John, uh, it was 38% possession for West Ham. We'd had three shots, none on target. I've, we'll go with what, what it was at the end because I've got the BBC stats, but it, it wasn't great. But can, look, can we move over to your son just so so we give him something to talk about, maybe the second half? Yeah, go on then. Go on then, Georgie. Go on, Georgie. Uh, second half, so uh, a noted improvement because improvement we uh, scored two goals. <laughs> um it was a little bit better, I thought. I was surprised at the subs he made. I didn't expect, although you guys predicted Should have asked John and yeah, myself. Yeah, absolutely. You know. um, I didn't expect those two to be the ones he brought on. I thought Fournals and Ben Rama would probably be more likely. Really? I, I think they've been in bad form, those two, lately. What do you think? Well, yeah. anyway, that's what happened. Um, and, yeah, I think, uh, on the face of it, the subs worked, didn't they? Yeah. Yarmolenko's uh, cross in, Lanzini's assist, goal. Um, great finish by Ben Johnson. Like you said, it was nice to yeah. see him score his first goal at the club since the age of seven. Very nice to see. Uh, and then I think we did flashpoint. We, we flash did flashpoint. Then we did uh, and ball. shut off, didn't we, for that corner? I think no one was really ready. Similar no, to what John right. said, I agree with, with most of what Gary Neville said in that game. He said that we were handball for off. you, though. I would have given handball, but I am a West Ham fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, we were I, trying to watch each replay. Yeah, yeah. It, looked, it, looked like it, it looked like it is bottom of his rib cage. To be fair, I thought I thought it hit his thigh up into his his forearm. That's yeah, me too. Um, I'm surprised it wasn't given, given how strict they have been and how pathetic yeah, they have been. But it just about sums up West Ham. If, we were, if it was Man United, United ones that they don't that they don't go exactly, with. exactly, exactly what I would say. Um. But yeah, uh, disappointing to fair result. That, but it was nice to get the equaliser. I do, I do think it was a fair result. I think Brighton, if they were more clinical, they would have beaten us comfortably. But I think yeah. we did enough to. I think we did enough to warrant a draw, especially in that second half. I thought we gave them more to think about. Uh, Haller, annoyingly, I had a bet on Haller to get offside three times. Oh yeah, how did that twice? Go? <laughs> um, oh, needed three. I was, waiting, I was just waiting. Six and a half to one, wasn't it? He, he, he was uh, he was offside in the in the seventh minute, and I thought, oh, my bet's bad. Here we go. He's clear and get offside more than twice in this whole match. Um, but he didn't, typically. He but, was yeah. barely, barely involved, was he? Well, exactly. Again, um, yeah. for the, I guess, John and Sean, you saw my comments last week on the WhatsApp group, but yeah. I was calling him a, a more expensive Carlton Cole, I think is the words I used. You did. Um, we talked about it, actually. You did. Did you? Yeah. I haven't listened. There you go. Um, so, yeah, nothing's changed my mind in that performance. He, again, things were breaking down from him. It, it's a tricky one for him because he, the ball was being pumped up to him quite frequently. But a lot of the times he was just knocking it on. It would go through to the goalkeeper. Lewis Dunk had him in his pocket. Mm. Uh, yeah, disappointing again. Uh, can't wait for Antonio to be back with his... Once he's yeah, finished he's at the Stratford... Brasserie should be. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, they're going. How did he get that uh, takeaway? Um, obviously, we're playing uh, Southampton next, aren't we? On 
When is it? I don't know. Well, it's pretty soon because they were talking about the in three days. How many games in three days? So, yeah, New Year's Day probably or around that time. Uh, Tuesday, twenty nine. Tuesday. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let's uh, hope he's back on Tuesday. Probably won't go straight back into it. Maybe on the bench. Um, anything to say about the game? Uh, else about the game? Either of you twos? Well, I'll just say if you look at that, we got Southampton on Tuesday. Yeah. If you would have thought, I I kind of would have thought to see a team like that against Southampton who are flying and a more attacking go at them game today. It's, it's, it strikes me that Moyes is reverting to type, and I sort of, you know, we, we've had some we've had some good results, but I think we've been lucky. You look at some of the results we had because I know you obviously you've been podcasting all the way through it while we've been. Yeah. Uh, I've been getting grandchildren and trying to move house. Yeah. But um, <laughs> getting know, I, grandchildren, getting yeah. grandchildren. Oh, you must. Have, you've been. It must have been such hard work for you. Oh, <laughs> been, getting grandchildren. Oh, mate, you can see how it's been terrible, especially in lockdown. <laughs> so, I know you've obviously podcasting and talked about all this but I think we rode our luck for a lot of those results early yeah. on we were we were we've not been brilliant for a while and I think we got some good good um, points from lucky decisions and yeah. lucky bounces or whatever which way they went yeah. and I just think it's all sort of settling down to where we're going to yeah. end up we're, luck goes against you I mean yeah. the dunk one it was lucky where it went to be given you know a fraction elsewhere and you know, oh, there's some things that I mean that last the, the Chelsea game where, oh, what's his name, uh, was Silva where he, he dived when Bowen scored his goal. Yeah, how was that? <laughs> was just, was that? Uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, I'm sure you talked about all this. So, you know, all these things are going to level themselves out, and we're going to. We looks like we're going to have a mid-table season, and it's that's yeah. a good season for West Ham, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. Just do a stat attack uh, at the end of the game. Stat attack. Uh, 43% possession at West Ham at home. <laughs> Brighton had 57%. Uh, 11 shots on target for West Ham. Four on target. So they all came in the second half. Um, 13 shots for Brighton. Four on target. Three of them came in the first half. So they only had one shot on target in the second half. Um uh, and, and five corners for West Ham, four for Brighton. So it was probably an even affair. Um, when you look at it, and I do, I mean, we, we've drawn, I think, pretty much most of the games. They came back 3-3, three, three, didn't they? The, the, the last, last year at the London Stadium. We've already drawn 2-2 two, two with them. It shouldn't have come as a surprise um, with a draw, really. Should have backed that, actually, George. Score draw. Oh, I didn't I didn't I did a score win for us. Oh did you? As part of an accumulator which has now lost, yes. Oh I, I I'm sorry about That's that. That's right. not your fault. Um we I, I did this stat and I'm trying to find it again. Um we've played uh West Ham haven't beaten Brian in any of the last six meetings. Uh drawn three, lost two. Uh with the only win was their most recent win was 2012, 6-0 victory. Do you remember that in the championship? Yeah, do you? Not really. What was, remember what? 6-0 win against Brighton in the championship. 
was that not the that was the game bef- after we were already in the playoffs and we beat them at home? I think Vazte scored a hat trick. Mm. But but the before this, the last three meetings between West Ham, and you ask Brighton a question, and Scott, I answer you, and you don't even know. The yeah, I know, and I'm, I'm not it, 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 <laughs> I don't really know. I'm, really I'm guessing, so I'm just agreeing with you because you probably know more than me. Um, no, but the, the thing is, it's it's a, an example again of how we tend to get up for the big games and then get a Brighton come to town and just underperform, don't we? We so often have a have a valiant loss against a, a United and a Chelsea yeah. where the performance has been great, but we lose and then come up against a Brighton and just, you know, don't do very well. Yeah. So, that's that's part. That's again standard West Ham. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. it is. I think we've played. Um, um, he, here's a really interesting fact. Right, it's probably not that interesting. We first played Brighton on the 17th of October 1903, and we've played each other 54 times. West Ham have won 18 games. West Ham have drawn 18 games, and West Ham have lost 18 games. Oh, that's an interesting fact. It's an interesting fact. Before today, we'd drawn 17. And again, the the stars were aligned and the planets were aligned for a draw today to make it 18, 18, 18. It was written in the stars, George. You should have bunged on some money for it, mate. Draw. The draw. I didn't look that in depth to the stats, to be honest. I just thought we'd, we'd... both score and we'd probably nick a win so mm. so what if you look at all this talk about the five subs and amount of, amount of times that people don't make five subs would do you think Moyes should have brought someone else on towards the end and try and nick it um yeah I, I would have bought on um you know I, I I know he hasn't been great form but I still feel Ben Rama can change the game a bit I'd have brought Ben Rama on as another attacking option uh, and give him 10 minutes, see what he could do. I'm a big fan of Yarmolenko, so I was glad he bought Yarmolenko. Are you a big fan? A big fan, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't <laughs> think he gets enough. Um, um, I've had a good Christmas, John. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think he's uh, he gets enough praise and, and uh, from the fans, to be honest. Um, I like him a lot. Well, he, he tends to have some really good games and then a real shocker. I think that's what mm. does him in the eyes of the fans. Yeah. He, he has, he's, he's quite inconsistent. Yeah. But I, I mean, really like Socek as well and I've got him in my fancy team so I was really glad that he scored again today. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm not, I'm, I mean, Ben Rama, are, are we definitely signing him? Yeah. Well, we've got an option if, um, you know, there's nothing come up in those blood tests and therefore, you know, we've got an obligation to buy him. Obligation um, to buy him. Obligation always was an obligation to buy, you know. I'm not. I'm not convinced. I, I mean, you, you as well as I know, a big Brentford fan from our mm. our monthly when we used to go out. Do you remember them days? We used to go out. Yeah, yeah. We used to meet up with some guys for a curry and a beer. Um, I remember him bigging him up big time. So sort of watch the odd game I, I think he can make it I just don't think he's had enough of a run yet but I think we will buy him and you know I was talking to certain sources in the last few days and, and they reiterated look we've done our money on Ben Rama and Craig Dawson etc the, the company's bare you know we we spent 1.2 million on this 
Fred Frederick Ives, Alves, whatever his name is, who's a young centre back from Denmark. Um, but really, you know, unless there's loans, etc., you know, forget um, forget any more strikers or midfielders or anything really that is not a, a, a loan fee. But see, um, that's a real real shame because. If you yeah. look at it, you, I mean, I, I'm not convinced Ben Rama's going to cut it. He, he strikes me as someone who's another one who sort of like do all the flicks and then it, hit the corner flag. And, and you, if they invested wisely now and bought in just a, a couple of players, but a striker specifically. Yeah. Maybe on loan. We, I mean, yeah, who on, knows? On, could on loan. Bring King on loan even, you know, for the six months of these remaining contract at, um Bournemouth just to see him through to his um his uh free transfer kind of thing if, but, you know they they could we could end up seventh eighth you know and what's the money worth to be that higher up the table you know it's if they invested wisely now they could push up the table because it's such a a sort of it was so tight, isn't yeah, it? I mean, we obviously played Brighton. We still stay 10th on 22 points, 18 points from safety. Uh, Brighton are two points off the relegation zone with uh, 13 points. They were on 12. So, you know, the, the, there's really not a lot in it, really. You you can move up and down. You know, we were as high as fifth, weren't we? So yeah. you can really move. So it's just, it's just a shame that they won't. I mean, obviously, we've got such shit ownership that they, they can't or won't invest. That. Well, uh, you know, it's, I, I don't want to go into details because I, I spoke to certain people at length. Well, but... What are you at the moment? Because I haven't been listening, to be honest. I haven't had a spare three hours. We only did an hour on last Monday. Oh, so did you? Did you go? Oh, right. Yeah, hour and 15 minutes. Uh, and that included a 17-minute or 18-minute interview. What are you at the moment? Are you pro-board, anti-board? Or... I've never been pro or anti-board. It's never been one of my things. I've been bro at. So I remain Brady out. Are you still I, Brady out? Or? I am Brady out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No Christmas card for my ladyship this this year. Um, oh, did you get them in the past? Did you? Oh, I had various uh, wishes from my ladyship in the past. Not maybe cards. <laughs> her ladyship. Um, but no, uh, no. So look, I, I'm my my connection with people in the board is well known. I'd be hypocritical for suddenly to be bored out. I have I, I also speak to people at Hammers United and they know my affiliation to people in the board. Uh there is no takeover as I said last last week. And therefore I do remain I say my position is Brady out and I think she should be replaced. But equally um there's there's nothing on the table to replace and take take the club forward. That said you know, we've lost 50 million quid uh, this season already. That's what we predicted to lose. We lost 40 million last year um, from a mixture of the money they spent on the Pellegrini project, the money they've spent uh, lost in COVID. And you know, I, I take that everybody's got the same position, uh, but they've taken a decision a bit like Burnley and a bit like other clubs that they're not going to spend. You know, the other clubs who've got sugar daddies will spend, but you know, look at what our owners own, right? Well, David Sullivan's main wealth comes outside of West Ham, by the way, because a lot of his wealth is how much they value West Ham. is commercial property. I don't know if it, it's it's escaped your your um, that commercial property is one going notice. down and and two. Notice that's it. Um, 
know, the money's people are trying not to pay their rent because they're not using shop sure, yeah, gone and everything else it's difficult so, all round. yeah so look let's not cry for him he's, he's still a billionaire on paper well maybe not maybe he drops under a billion um and of course david gold's main wealth comes from ann summers and ann summers it's, look it's very public it's gone through a bit of a problem it did a cva on some of its landlords uh he's put 10 million in it's been very publicly said um you know, there's a hard time. If you're in retail and you're in property, the two are the worst. You would have they, thought you would have thought his business would have done well in mail order over this yeah, lockdown. They have, actually. <laughs> to, to be fair, and I, I, I spoke to him last week, um, <laughs> he, ha- he has done well, but, but the, the properties are not, obviously. So in, in uh, mail order, the internet business is doing really well, and the party planning service, which can be done via Zoom, is also doing really well. <laughs> going to announce a link or something sure no 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 but you know he's still got loads of properties he's got 130 properties uh, and he would try to renegotiate with his landlords and that that can be difficult because landlords don't want to give in you go well i've got property i'm not using i want a rent rent rebate and they go piss off you know but but all sort of retail people are going through that look the story is they haven't got any money to put in in january uh that's not to say loans can't be done etc the the big news is alaire there's we 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 talked to some agents uh, and the agent told us there's been four bids from bundesliga uh teams for loans from alaire to help him out of his hammer's hell um but he doesn't want to go apparently settled He's happy in London. Uh, we'll see what's going to go in the summer, but but Moyes is not going to let him go in the winter because he doesn't think anybody really wants to release anyone. It's going to be really difficult to do business, even loans, even if there's no money. Well, even they would be hard pushed to let our only striker go out. Yeah, on but loan. I see they're they're prepared. You know, the, the figure I've been given again, agent, not senior source. Was they, they they might be prepared to take a loss on him in the summer of about twenty five million, which means twenty million loss. Well, they're gonna should... they're gonna have to, no, they're well overpaid. I think they're gonna have to. Um, but they, you know, you've got to look on the bright side. You know, Soufan has been a great addition at five point five million. And all the link, links with him, I've seen flying about with buyers. Well, 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 that's I don't see any of that. With none of that is true. Uh, the same as, by the way, can completely discount the Marco and Naltovich bollocks, right? That's bollocks as well. See, most of these links, Marco and Naltovich is not coming back to West Ham, right? I can discount that one completely. So, would you have him? No. I probably would. I would probably would. I try and no, put... George. No, no, for me. Bye. Thanks for coming. <laughs> well, I've, over over the last few days, been sat on my ass. I've been playing FIFA twenty nineteen or whatever it is, and he's my top striker yeah so yeah i think yeah. i probably would have him back for a season yeah so would i short term maybe yeah. six months or a, for no money you know um you know he it's not worked out well in china for him and there's issues etc um but yeah um but he's not happening a, 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 look, around, it's not though. a secret Moyes doesn't rate him that much uh, a journalist spoke to us, said, you know, with no crowd there, you could hear everything Moyes was saying against Chelsea. And apparently he was giving him real hard time for giving the ball away four times. Who? And he was, uh, Moyes, Moyes was shouting at Allaire, giving away the ball against Chelsea. 
and and all the journalists could hear it because they were in the press box uh, at Chelsea and and with no crowd they could hear exactly what he was said. There's none of this, you know, putting your hand over your mouth when you when you're shouting, everyone hears it now. Well, I think so. I think today for what he did do, I think I thought he held the ball up a bit better actually and, and kept control of it a bit better. He just wasn't involved that much because we weren't involved that much. Yeah. Talk, talking about uh, uh, the Czech Republic players, obviously, did you see, uh, um, what's his name, Suthal uh, had a baby on Christmas Day? I did. I sh- I, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did you see it, George? No, I didn't. No, he did had you not a see a picture girl. of his wife holding up their newborn baby? Looked like she just got out of a photo shoot. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. On and, and and breastfeeding at the same time. He had a baby on uh, Christmas Eve, uh, Christmas Day, and and thought um, uh, one one was born. And also, I don't know if you you know of a guy called uh, Dave Evans from the, the Newham Recorder. Have you ever heard of that name, John? No, I haven't. But I'm not in. The, well, in well the Dave, Dave world, Evans was a West West Ham consultant, always in the press room. Travel. Oh yes, Ham. I do. He's, he wasn't a West Ham fan, though, was he? He was, he was a Brentford fan, yeah. actually. So funny you should oh, say I that. Do, yeah, yeah. He um, and in, he'd been working on the Newham Recorder, following West Ham, and in the press box since since the eighties. So, you know, a good eighty years. And this year, unfortunately, they made him redundant. Um, and he passed away on Christmas Day. He'd yeah. had an illness recently. He'd spent uh, the whole day with his family and passed away. So it's it's a very sad one. Yeah. One new life on Christmas Day. One one passing away. Yeah, so sorry um, to hear that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did see some of that flying about. Yeah. Um. The the other news is Suchek is is now the official scout for for West Ham. Which is good because we haven't got any. Um. It, apparently he's he's talked on various uh, Czech national TV talking about how yeah he's. Uh, uh, been asked for his views on various Czech international and Slava Prague players, so uh, that's where we may. That's uh, funny because he plays for Sparta Prague, didn't he? No, no, he played for Slava Prague. Oh, is he? Yeah, they've all come from Slava Prague. Um, uh, Suchek and um, Sufau. Sufau. Yeah, I forget all these names. Um, how come, how come Suchek? He's become Suchek when he was South Czech. He's probably Salchek, actually. It's probably that was nothing Gary Neville brought up, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like, what is his name? <laughs> yeah. There's a striker. Is it Simmer who who plays for? Um... I don't know. I've seen, I've seen it about. Is he the one that Chelsea won out of a touch of Man United and having a look yeah, as well? Yeah. Yeah. Are we in for him? We're not. Uh, well, we? I think I think if if we could get him cheap enough, I mean, if there is a, uh, we're not going to outbid Chelsea, etc. Um, but there's three Slava Prague players we're interested in. One of them's uh, the goalkeeper, and there's a midfielder, and I'm trying to remember the names, but uh, it's probably no use in me saying them anyway. Cause... What's the situation with the keeper? Because isn't um, he's out of contract, and he's, he's out of contract in the summer. But but he's like uh, Mikel Antonio, where we've got a two year option. So we're going to activate probably the two year option on Fabianski. Right. Uh, we've also extended the contract on uh, Anang as well. So who's who? What's their long-term plan? Is there any talk of that from the keeper? Well, I, I think they hope that Anang and um, Trot 
come come good and and one of the two will become a a new keeper for quite a while but but we want you know Randolph still got a, a contract David Martin will go bless him of course in the summer his contract runs out um but he was never a serious keeper was he uh no disrespect there but you know oh I thought he, I thought it was quite serious <laughs> never a serious keeper <laughs> well you know what I mean it wasn't a proper option to take the first team place yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you um, know, the the Anangs. How, I mean, how old are these? How old is Anang and Trot? Oh, they're in there. Trot's been around a while. Twenties. Um, uh, one of them's even younger than that. One's like eighteen, nineteen. Anang's the youngest, I think. Yeah. Not. So, who's the most promising out of those two? Do we know? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, so does anything I, represent the under 20? Yeah, they do. One, one uh, trot um, represents Bermuda. All right. Um, but... Um, yeah, who knows where they make it? You know, there's a n- number of promising. In the same way they put this, you know, Frederick Owls in, into the first team, like Codosio, you know, who knows if they're going to make it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Codoso, we'll yeah. Codoso. Just reminded me, um, and I forgot to put a bet on it, it's, it's now five o'clock on a Sunday. What happened to the uh, West Ham race course today? Cotty McAvenny goal. He was racing today. Can't, can't help you there, I'm afraid. Oh, he was in the um, 
what was it? Uh, the 250 at Chepstow. Maybe, maybe you could look that up. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot to put money on it, so I hope he didn't win. Um, the, the owner is a friend of ours, Simon Keane, who's, uh, who, who we helped talk to Cotty and McAvenny to name the horse. Uh, he had one run and came fifth out of seventh on his first outing in 2019 uh, in November, but went lame. So this is his, his second outing. So... Um, Anything better than fifth will be better. He, he said it was unlikely to what win. What race was he in, Sean? Uh, the two fifty at Chepstow. I think Chepstow was called off today, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah, it got rained off. Oh, well, th- then he wouldn't have run. There you go. Um, last thing I want to talk about. Um, I don't know if this is a good thing or bad thing. I'm still a member of the West Ham Supporters Club, official supports club. And they've raised um, to say the old um, clubhouse, uh, which still stands completely empty. It's been it, they've been paying rates and insurance and various other running costs for the last year or so. It can't be used. It was closed because it wasn't safe. Um, and they've been using the money that they they sold the flats to, uh, to keep it going. So they they believe they found a. Uh, uh, someone to sublease to, they've announced uh, next year. They're going to sublease it. They're waiting for the council to approve it, but it will never be returning to uh, anything for West Ham. Uh, I know Nigel has a bit of a problem with this, um, but maybe I don't. I just see, well, what what else can you do with it? You know, you've you've got to move on. That's because you're an out-of-towner. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but what, what do you do, you know? People do not want to travel. I mean, how many times have we been back to the Black Line since it moved? Once. Once. Yeah, exactly. Um, where is the supporters club currently operating for, or where was it? Was it, it still from the from one that bar next to the, uh, what do you call it, the, the what's that monument thing with a slide on it? I can't remember. The yeah, old, it's, the uh, it's called the last, last stop or last drop. Used to be called the Podium Bar, right next, as you say, yeah, to that that's, thing. That's it's, how it's I remember it, the Podium Bar. The and obviously, Orbital, yeah. So at the moment, they can't. You know, they, they, it's difficult. They they can't take any membership. They can't. They're not making any revenue, and and yet they've got this property burning a hole in their pocket. So that's the, only, that's a downfall of like a Sullivan and a Gold and all that over the years. Because if they just wanted to get some good good faith or good they, they should have just bought we've said it before even when they used to be the old well it used to be when we were going over there quite a lot the supporters club yeah there was empty property next to it wasn't there yeah just buy one of these properties lease it to the supporters club and give them a home. Know, I know but um, it, it would have been good wouldn't it he would have, kept, he would have bought himself a good bit of commercial property he could have kept it and then let the supporters club use it. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't gonna happen now, is it? He's, he's, not gonna he's, happen. he's, no. he's kind of skinny. Well, he's doing a bit for the homeless. I mean, we've been trying to promote the home Lola's homeless who's looking for a van and the food banks and so on. and he, he did an interview, David Sullivan, to say he wants to you know, he he needs to do more. He's given a lot of money to them and, and he wants to help them more before he, he shuffles off this mortal coil he wants to do something big for the homeless and the the hungry in in newham which which is fair enough let's talk about winston reed boys 
Uh, no room in the end for Winston Reed. He's finished his MLS with Kansas uh, City Sporting, whatever they're called, Sporting Kansas City. Uh, they they didn't take the option up. He's got a contract with West Ham to 2022. Uh, he's on 70 grand a week. He made 10 appearances. He's 33 now. He made 10 appearances for in the MLS, eight starts, scored one goal, uh, and had two clean sheets playing 728 minutes. Um, is there any way back for him? I hear not, but you know, you've got Ogbonna, Belbrainer, uh, Diop, and obviously Craig Dawson possibly ahead of him. And then you've got in the wings, uh, Elise, Cardoso, uh, Agotcha, Baptiste, Forbes, uh, and Alves now in the, the academy. George, Winston Reed. How long has he got left in his contract? Did you say? Uh, three years, believe wow. it or not, two thousand three years. Well, two years because it'll be two thousand twenty-one. But it's it's um, wow. it's uh, June two uh, two thousand twenty-three. Uh, it's tricky to say, isn't it? If if he had if he had a year left, I'd say yeah, just keep him for a year, keep him around. But if he's got three years, there's value in that contract. Someone must want him. I don't know. Yeah, it, he's I not got. Know. He's not going to get looking, is he? If we're honest, you know, he you know, can't get in the team at the minute. So to be a little bit mercenary, he's on seventy sobs a week, right? What, what if he's got? If he's got three, two and a half years of seventy grand a week, why? Why should he accept less? Why can't he just sit there and yeah, go? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, from I his know, point of view, you did. You know, they on. did the contract with him. You know, gave him a six-year contract. I mean, I like I like Winston Reed. I don't see. I mean, he he was playing quite regularly until he got injured. Is is he is he is his injury done him? Is he shit now? I don't know. I mean, who knows? He's playing in the MLS, so well, exactly. So when you when you're getting Craig Dawson in from Watford on loan, can he not just sit there and, and take his place? And and if you can find someone for it to to buy him. Then let him go. But if you, I, I would cancel his uh, contract by mutual consent if you can find someone for him and say, "Look, you can go on a free. But um, you know, what uh, what if... they often do, by the way, is pay some of his wages. So I think we were still paying eighty five percent of his wages in the MLS. They couldn't afford to pay seventy grand a week, and we did the same with um, obviously Jack Wilshire, and we did the same with Oxford. There's someone else we did this for. Oh, um, Roberto. So with Roberto, uh, um, Wilshire and um, uh, Oxford, we ended up paying a bonus equivalent to a remaining percentage of their wages. Um, <laughs> They're so bad at running football club. <laughs> I'm just telling you the way Honestly, you know, if he if he's can can be if he's fit. And could perform at ninety percent of what he was before, eighty percent of what he was before. He's got to be on par with Dawson. So keep him in the squad, then. Yeah. You, know? you know, he's only it's, if he's thirty-three. You know, defenders play on to thirty-five, so they must have thought that when they gave him the contract. Yeah, I know. Unless he's not... unless his injuries really done him, then bring him in and get him up and running again. 
I don't think I don't think Moyes has a a, a place for him. But hey, that, that's the way it is. You would have thought he would do because he likes a defensive yeah. player. Now I know you're a big lover of the women's game. Jack Collison didn't get the job. Uh, they didn't think he had enough experience, and uh, and I think he wanted quite a bit of money. Uh, they've appointed Ollie Harder as the new women's team manager. John. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he's got a high level coaching experience in the UK, China, USA, New Zealand and Norway That's but a, I knew you knew that I, I kind of kind of did no, I, <laughs> I, honestly why are you digging me out I've got I, I think you've got the wrong, wrong yeah guy. I know it's, wrong it's, it's, Nigel, it's not the big but fan the, of the academy is uh, the academy um, remains shut because they've had an out massive outbreak there. So they're doing a deep clean. Won't be open to New Year. So the under 18s, under 23s, and women's are sort of shut out at the moment because they had a, a mini outbreak in the uh, Chapwell Heath um, um, ground. So uh, they're not playing again to the New Year. That said, uh, I think we've done quite well to to last about forty five minutes. Anything you twos want to mention before we do predictions for Southampton? Uh, Don't think so, no. Oh, that's fine. That's it. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay. Yeah, well done. Well done. Well done. Um, uh, predictions. Not, um, not just Nigel. George. Uh, Southampton, I reckon we're going to draw one or another draw. Okay. John. Uh, I think Southampton are positive and doing very well. So I think we might lose 2-1. Well, that leaves me to go for the, my famous 1-0 win. Um, I will go for a 1-0 win. Uh, I have been Sean. George has been... George. Uh, John has been... On the Guinness. Oh, yeah, you have. You haven't slurred your words too much. Well, I've only had three. <laughs> That's the end of part one uh, today. Hopefully we're back for part two later in the week where we'd be doing your question time. Time. Bye. Bye. Come on, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. 
Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.